appreciate you praying, those of you who are praying for Brother McConnell. Well, we are going to get our, our Bibles out now, and let's get ready to open the Word of God. I know it's unusual if you, uh, maybe if anyone need a Bible, I've got, Brother Tim, would you just stand up? We've got four extra copies here. Anyone need a Bible, just so you can follow along, just slip a hand up, and we'll, we'll make our way to you. The rest of us are going to 1 John, 1 John chapter 3, 1 John 3. Isn't it wonderful to be outside? Yeah, man. I was told by Dr. Bill Rice one time, the downside of preaching outside is there's so many distractions. Well, there are distractions. Some of them are good and some of them are a little hard. My, my, uh, some of my daughters are bird watchers. How many of you are bird watchers? We enjoy seeing the birds. And um, they saw, ah, yes. <laughs> We, uh, <laughs> we always enjoy seeing the birds. <laughs> but my daughter saw, I think it's a red, is it a red tanager? 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 Scarlet tanager? Beautiful. We rarely see those. In fact, we saw a few this past week that we don't normally see. We have enjoyed, and hopefully a lot of young people across America have enjoyed getting out a little bit. Out of the, uh, into the, into the wild and seeing a little bit, enjoying nature. Yeah. All right, can everybody hear me over there? Yeah. Okay, I feel like I have to raise my voice, but maybe I don't. Um, okay, good. Because, so speak, you're saying speak this way? Okay. I was, I was reminded in my reading this past week of a man named Robert Grimshaw. Grimshaw preached during the Great Awakening, and he was known for preaching up to 25 times in a week. Outdoors. Robert Grimshaw. And I'm, I'm standing here thinking, I'm trying to raise my voice a little bit, even now, and my voice is starting to get a little bit hoarse. So I don't know how Grimshaw did it. Uh, but we are in 1 John, 1 John chapter 3 this morning. Passage the Lord laid on my heart this week is 1 John chapter 3. We're going to look at verses 1 and 2. Wouldn't it be good if the Lord Jesus came back this morning? Amen. To go and meet the Lord from right here at church from outdoors when I was a boy I used to think that when the rapture happens I hope it's not in a building or I'd hit my head but no no you don't have to worry about that God's got it all taken care of well we are looking at 1st John chapter 3 verses 1 and 2 will you read it together with me out loud 1st John 3 1 and 2 behold what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, now are ye the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. 1 John chapter 3 verses 1 and 2. Thank you. Appreciate that. 1 John 3, the, the logic of the passage is, you see the first word, behold, there's something God wants you to see. You may, you may skim through or fly high over other passages, but this one, the Holy Spirit of God puts a behold at the front of it. 
it's almost like a stop sign and says, don't go any further until you see something you must see. Behold what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. The logic of the passage is we are sons of God Amen. as a result of receiving the gift of the Father's love, Jesus Christ. The next verse says, now that, you, now that you've thought about that, that you, what manner of love the Father has for you, what's the first word in verse 2? Beloved. Oh, that makes sense, doesn't it? Now that you're starting to think about how much the Father loves you, beloved. He says, now are we the sons of God. And it doth not yet appear what we shall be. Remember the old candy, now or later? Some of the kids are saying, no, but candy sounds really good right now, Pastor. <laughs> well, now it doesn't appear what you shall be, but one day it's going to appear. And what, it, what are we going to be like? We shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. So the logic is this. Now we're already the sons of God who believed on Jesus. Later, it's all going to be visible as a result of three things. Seeing Jesus as he is, when he appears, we're made like him. You see the progression? We're going to see Jesus as he is, when he appears, and be made like him. Now, I want to take 1 John chapter 3, verse number 2, just little by little. Really, the line, do you see where it says, it says, the last line of verse 2 we shall see him as he is. That is our text this morning I'd like us to look at. You ever thought about seeing God? About seeing your Savior face to face? I hope you'll keep your hymn books out. We're going to sing again before the message is over. But this, can you think of someone who asked God, would you let me see you? Who, who, who said that? Moses. Moses did. Moses asked permission to see God. Now, it can't have been a bad request because God said yes. And God actually took Moses and set him in the, such an unusual word, the cliff of a rock. C-L-I-F-T. Remember we've said before, that's a cleft is when, when something's cleaved, it's cut. The cut in a rock, but a cliff is on a cliff. So think of a sheer cliff that's cleft with a little gap in it. And he picks Moses up. God picks Moses up and puts him in that little cliff of the rock. And God passed by, and he saw just the edge. Just the, just the edge of God. And that's amazing. Who was it? Does anyone remember who it was that said, I know that my Redeemer liveth, and the worms devour this body, yet in my flesh shall I see God. See God. Who said that? Job. Job said that. I'm going to see God one day. Even after I'm dead, I'm going to see God. Uh, anyone know what book of the Bible this comes from? As for me, I will behold thy face in righteousness. 
I shall be satisfied when I awake with thy likeness. Does anyone know what book of the Bible that's in? Psalms. 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 It was written by who? David. David. That's right. David. That's Psalm 17, verse 15. The Job passage was Job 19:25. Who was it that said to be with Christ, which is far better? Who said that? Paul. Paul. You've got Moses, Job, David, Paul talking about being with Christ, seeing God. Well, our passage today is we shall see him as he is. Well, I'd like to point out, number one, as he is. As he is. I'll just tell you, I'd much rather see Jesus as he is now than as he was on the cross. How many of you are not much for blood? You're not much with blood. You don't do well. How many? My wife once told me, she said at one time she, con she considered being in the medical field. But she told me this while she was bandaging, bandaging up a child's hand. But now I know I wasn't made for that. So you ever, you ever, that ever hit you when you saw something? Maybe you even thought you were good with blood. But then you got in a situation and decided you really weren't. Well, you know what? I'd far rather see Jesus as he is than see him as he was. You see, sometimes we wish we could go back and see Jesus when he walked the earth. We wish we could see him getting rid of Satan. Get thee behind me, Satan. Telling the devils to go out. We'd love to have seen that. We'd love to have seen the water turned into wine. We'd love to have seen the bread broken and fed five, ten, fifteen thousand men, women, and children. We'd like to have been there. But I'll tell you this. It's not a big, as big a deal seeing him as he was. I have a greater promise. I'm going to see him as he is. You see, think of the contrast. He was a baby in Bethlehem. We're never going to see the baby in Bethlehem. He was, he was crowned with what? Thorns were beaten down into his head. But I'm going to see him crowned king of kings. There was a time when he was, he was on earth as, the, as a man in weakness and pain and a man of sorrows. But not anymore. The days of Jesus' suffering are past. I'm going to see him as he is. He had a robe put around him after he was beaten with a cat of nine tails, and then after the blood had coagulated a little bit and, and maybe gotten in and it had dried up a little bit, then they ripped the, the robe off of him. But I'm going to see him when the government is upon his shoulders. Not a bloody robe. I'm going to see him as he is, are you? Amen. You see, this is, we're going to see Jesus not abased, but exalted. Remember the verse? Philippians 2, 9, Wherefore God also hath highly exalted. exalted him and give him a name which is above. above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow. bow. This is wonderful thing. Things in heaven, things in earth, things under the earth that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, Lord to the glory of God the Father. We're not going to see Jesus despised and rejected. You are not going to see Jesus in pain. You'll see the prince of his hands. 
but no nails. This is a wonderful thing. I'd like you to turn to, as we think of Jesus as he is, number 650 in your hymn books. I have to call the pianist back to the piano. 650, it's verse 4. It's, I know I shall see in his glory the king in whose law I delight. It's number 650 in your hymn books. We're going to sing verse number 4. It's redeemed. You see verse 4? I know I shall see in his beauty, excuse me, his beauty, the king in whose law I delight. I know I shall see in his beauty, the king in whose law I delight, who lovingly guardeth my footsteps and giveth me songs in the night. By the blood of the Lamb, redeemed, redeemed, his child and forever I am. What a great verse that says, his child and forever I am. It says right in the passage, 1 John 3, Behold what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God, and we shall see him in his glory, the king. Well, pastor, sometimes when I think of seeing the Lord Jesus, it makes me a little bit scared. The fearfulness will be gone. In fact, when we see Christ, it's not going to be with horror because in his presence is fullness of fullness joy. Of joy. Pastor, how do you know it's not going to be with fear and trembling I'm going to stand before Jesus? <clears throat> you remember the verse in the Bible, 1 Peter 1.8? It says, Whom having not seen, seen ye love, yeah. in whom though now ye see him no. not, yet believing, ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. You know that when we see him, it's going to be great rejoicing. Amen. It's going to be great glory just to be with him. Because we'll see him, number one, as he is. Number two, we shall see him. Number two is the word him. We shall see him. Maybe the thought of seeing the king in his glory is a little bit too much for us this morning. Maybe you'd say, Pastor, I just want to see him who died for me. Thinking of him in, his, in the regalia of heaven and the beauty and glory of heaven and all the cherubims is too much for me to take in. But I, I, I want to see him, just the one who loves me. I want to see the one that I sang about from the time I was a little child. Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells me so. David sang about him, didn't he? The Lord is my shepherd. I want to I wanna see the Jesus who looked at the woman in adultery and said, neither do I condemn them. I want to see the Lord Jesus who, who took the little girl by the hand and said, Talithakum. He looked at this little girl who was dead and said, little sheep, Little lady, I say unto thee, arise. 
Maybe it's a little much for us to imagine the King of Heaven and His glory, but I can imagine the Jesus who loves me and died for me. That's Him. You say, well, Pastor Lang, I know the song, my Savior first of all, I shall know Him, but will I really know Him? You're going to know him because he's so much like the Jesus of the Bible that you've read all your life. Mm -hmm. You're going to know him because he's just like the one who wept at Lazarus' grave. You'll know him because he said, My sheep hear my voice. I've noticed with my own little children that every once in a while, not often, but every once in a while I'll see my little jubilee and my Elijah, and they'll have hands cupped like this. And they'll be right up against the other one's head. And they'll be saying something. And then you'll see the other one, you know, they kind of get the tickle in their ear because someone's breathing in their ear. They kind of squiggle up just a little bit, and then they laugh or giggle, but they're talking right in their ear. And it's, something's funny. There's some kind of a secret that's going on. And I, I, I think of that, and I think, you know, how many times have we had the Lord Jesus Christ speak to us in secret? He's spoken right in our ear. Maybe you sat in darkness, and the Lord gave you light. You were asking for wisdom, and God gave wisdom at just the right time. This morning on the way to church, my wife was telling me we drove separately. I came over a little bit early with a couple of the kids, and then Rebecca came with the others. Rebecca was telling me that as she was driving here to church, there was how many? Three deer. Some of them jumped right in front of the car, or they were very, very close. It was a near miss. How many times has your Lord Jesus just stood in the way and protected you? Has he sheltered you round about? This is, that's, that's him. We shall see him. As he is. We know that song, I found a friend in Jesus who's everything to me. The fairest of 10,000 to my soul. You know who that is? That's him. That's him. You could write over this verse in large letters, him. We're going to see him. We're going to know him. Because he's the same as he was yesterday, today, and forever. 676 in your hymn books. 676. And let's sing verse number 3. 676. It's the fourth line down in your hymn book that says, Then sweeping up to glory, I'll see his blessed face. 676, number 3. He will never, never leave me, nor yet forsake me here, while I live by faith and do His blessed will. A wall of fire about me, and nothing now to fear, with His manna He my hungry soul shall fill. Then sweeping up to glory, I'll see His blessed face, where rivers of delight shall ever roll. He's the lily of the valley, the bright and morning star. 
He's the fairest of ten thousand to my soul. Sweeping up to glory, I'll see his blessed face. It's, we shall see him, number one, as he is. Number two, we'll see him. And number three, we shall see. We shall see him. Well, you just sang in your hymn book, While I Live by Faith. Now we're walking by faith, but one day we're going to walk by sight. sight. We'll see him with our eyes. We shall see him as he is. I'm telling you, we're going to see Jesus with these very eyes. Amen. You say, Pastor Lang, no, no. Uh, our body stays in the grave. Don't, haven't you read at the rapture that God's going to take these, these very bodies and reconstitute them? And that which is corruptible shall put on incorruption these very eyes. <coughs> now, I think you'll be a little different. I wonder if you'll be able to see the full spectrum of light. Wouldn't that be something? Uh, wouldn't it be interesting if we could hear all the keys and not just the ones that are on the, the piano? Um, you hear of someone who has, a, has a, a sense of tonality where they can actually hear the different... Oh, and then imagine being able to see with, with the new eyes. We shall see him with these very eyes. Don't cut the passage up and say we're not going to see him. We're going to see him. Really, actually. Now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. We see a little bit dimly, don't we? I'll tell you, it's sad to say, but it's true for me. Sometimes I don't see him very often. Now, I, I, I know Jesus isn't here physically right now. I'm not talking about seeing him physically. But sometimes I go to the Word of God and I don't get as much as I should. Sometimes my heart is icy. You ever find your heart's cold? My heart's cold. A lot of times. I have to stir my heart up to seek the Lord because it just doesn't want to. My heart's cold and icy toward God. But there's coming a day when His face will never be hidden. <coughs> when our hearts will never be cold. But we'll see Him. I like how one person put it. One person said, We shall see Him in His perfection. And we shall see him to our perfection. We shall be like him. For we shall see him as he is. I Have you ever had someone that whenever you were around them, you were better for it? In other words, there's a verse in the Bible that says, Iron sharpeneth iron. So the Bible talks about a countenance of a man sharpening the countenance of his friend. I don't have the exact words there. But there's some people, when you're around them, you're better. And when you're around other people, it doesn't help you. It's worse. The Bible talks about how right away one of the first lessons is not to walk. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of, Sinners. nor sitteth in the seat of the... So get away from those people. They're no good for you. But he says... He says, one day you're going to see him. You know what I found? Whenever I'm with Jesus, I'm better for it. Amen. <coughs> Whenever I meet with the Lord, I profit. When Jesus meets with me, it helps me. Though the days are, what? Dreary, the long nights weary, I know. My Savior. 
my Savior cares. We go to him and he, we, we sing it. He walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own. But one day, we're going to walk with him in the flesh and talk with him in the flesh because we shall see him. Imagine that verse. It says, and let me get back to 1 John chapter 3. The wind's blowing a little bit. It says, we shall be like him. At the end of verse 2, we shall be like him for we shall see him as he is. There's something about when we see Jesus in his glory, it's going to change us. So we're going to be like him. At the rapture, the Bible says we'll be changed. You know what it is that's going to change us? Seeing him. We shall be like him for, because, as a result of, seeing him as he is. That's kind of hard to imagine. Uh, picture it this way. You ever seen someone that whenever you see somebody, they just make you smile? Maybe some people make you laugh. You see him, but you ever had some, how many of you know someone that has an infectious laugh? When they laugh, it's like you just can't help it. It just makes everybody, anyone know someone like that? They have an absolutely infectious laugh. Do you have anyone in your life that when you see him, it just makes you smile? Can't help it. But when you see Jesus, it's going to do more than just make you smile. We're suddenly going to be made like him. What is it? That suddenly I'm going to have this, oh, this garment of flesh that's so despicable. And I, I, oh, this body of sin, wretched man that I am. Who shall deliver me from this, oh, this body of sin and death? And when I see, see him, I'm telling you, it's going to drop and I'm going to rise to meet the Lord. And suddenly a robe of righteousness will be apparent. Isn't that wonderful? It's what a thought. What this text is saying, it's a promise. We shall see him. It's, it's, I am defiled, but when I see him, I'm going to be whiter than snow. It's, it's almost like I said earlier, Jesus so often would command devils to give the hence. When I see Jesus, almost like the devil says, Sins of Jolang, get thee hence! And they'll be gone forever. Aren't you glad the day's coming? My sins are blotted out, I know. Yeah. Amen. What a, what a thrill, because we shall see him. This verse is, I hope it's a treasure to you. We shall see him as he is, last of all. And important to me today, we, we, we shall see him as he is. We is plural. Think of it. We have some dear brothers and sisters in our midst today who have snow on the top. Oh, it's May. They've got snow on the top of the head. Some white hairs. One day, I want to ask you, will you see him? You who are getting up there, will you see him face to face? This is a promise for those who believed, who are... <laughs> 
Beloved, verse 2. Sons of God, children of God, verse 1. We shall see him. What about you? You who are a little older, and maybe you respond, Pastor, yes, because I know whom I have believed. One day, maybe you say these, these old eyes won't need glasses. Maybe these old legs won't tremble. We shall, we, we shall see him. Maybe some of you here, you're middle-aged. You're in the thick of it. The children and all the encouragements of those children. And battles. You're in the midst of it. Will you see him face to face? Some of you are yours. You got long days. Even during a shutdown, you got long days of work. Laborers toiling on. Workers. Are you going to see Jesus? Young people, young men, young ladies. We means you too. If you trusted in Jesus, we're not ashamed to call each other brethren, are we? Even if we don't shake hands. You who have a mom in heaven already. You who have a dad already gone before you. You've got grandparents that have already arrived. And if your grandma could come back today, maybe she'd take you by the arm and say, it's not me alone that's going to see him. I already see him. We shall see him as he is. We you and Grandma, too. You and your parents. Isn't it a precious promise? We shall see him as he is. Yes. It's us together. I want to put before you a troubling thought. If you're here today and you've not trusted in Jesus Christ, let's make up a scenario. Let's say that you have there's four siblings in the house and you're the last one and you're the only one that's not trusted in Jesus. When you die, the glory of heaven is not yours unless you receive Jesus. How much worse would hell be if you could see your brothers or sisters enjoying heaven and you in hell? Wouldn't it be three, four, five times worse knowing that you're not together and they're all together enjoying the Lord and you're forever separated. I find it a great encouragement that we can assemble today. I find it a blessing to be able to see my brothers and sisters in Christ. Isn't that good? Yeah. We, well, one day we're going to see him as he is. We, some here today have the great joy of knowing that all your children are saved. All your children, you, your spouse, you're saved. I've got a little boy in the family, Elijah. He doesn't quite understand everything about the gospel, but he's getting closer. And Brother Bird, sometimes he'll, at prayer time, he'll say, can I pray too? Yes, of course. Go ahead, Elijah. 
He'll say, Dear Father, help me to be safe soon. <laughs> he prayed for himself. Yeah. Is that a good prayer? Yeah. That's a great prayer. Yeah. Lord, help me to be safe soon. Yeah. When's he going to be safe? In his mind, it's when mom and papa let me. The truth is, it's as soon as he understands the truth of the gospel. Yeah, right. Ours aren't all saved yet. We still have little Elijah and little Esther Jubilee. She still looks at the mailman when he comes up the drive and gets out and delivers a package or picks up a package. And Jubilee stands there and waves at him like this. <laughs> then she'll say, Bye! You know, most people just kind of like this. <laughs> she waves her whole body. <laughs> then she'll shout to the mailman, Love you! <laughs> Love you! <laughs> Little ones can do this. I think the mailman thoroughly enjoys coming up our drive, getting welcomed by Jubilee every time. He takes off like a shot when the mailman gets here. But imagine the horror if a little one grew up and did not go to heaven. Imagine the joy of having lawyers there. Yeah. Imagine the joy and comfort. You know, I think of this. I think of, and I think it's such a, 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 a something we need to consider. We need to consider that we shall see him. Isn't it a sweet thought? We, we shall see him. Yeah. We corporate who are saved shall see him. We may be kept apart from each other now and then by times like this. Maybe for a little while. Some may go to heaven before. Before this, this thing about Gary White, yeah. Yeah. Peggy Williams, <clears throat> I was thinking of Patty. I was, I was thinking of George. Thinking of Marsha. Well, we're going to meet again. Yes. And we shall see him as. Let's take our hymn books out one more time. And let's turn, if you would, to 440. Before we sing, I want you to know that if you're here today and you have not yet got eternity settled, you don't know for sure you're going to heaven. Oh, let me tell you. There's a whole bunch of weans around here who want you with us. Yeah. We want you in heaven for all eternity. Nobody wants you in hell but the devil. No. We want you to be safe. If you're not certain you're on your way to heaven, you can trust Jesus Christ today. Trust his death for your sins. He'll save you, make you his child, and then you can truly say, Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon me, that I should be called a son of God. Part of the beloved, accepted. 440... And let's go ahead and sing it in closing. My Savior, first of all, we'll close by singing all four verses, then we'll dismiss. When my life work is ended and I cross the swelling tide, when the bright and glorious morning I shall see, 
I shall know my Redeemer when I reach the other side, and his smile will be the first to welcome me. I shall know him, I shall know him, and redeemed by his side I shall stand. I shall know him, I shall know him, by the print of the nails in his hand. Oh, the soul thrilling rapture when I view his blessed face, and the luster of his kindly beaming eye. How my full heart will praise him for the mercy, love, and grace that prepare for me a mansion in the sky. I shall know him, I shall know him, and by his side I shall stand. I shall know him, I shall know him, by the print of the nails in his hand. Yeah. 